Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Moss, but Pastor Moss is not alone. He has his better half with him today. That is Sister Moss, trying to get her as often as I can to be on the program with me. Why should I slave like a dog when I have such a good companion? <laughs> trying to butter up now on my side. Say hello to everybody, Sister Mark. Well, praise the Lord and hello to all of you who have tuned in today. And yes, I have been kidnapped from my beauty rest to no, pastor no. with the radio broadcast no, no, no. today. No, no. No, that I was kidnapped. <laughs> but I'm glad to be here today. And I'm glad that you guys tune in today to this broadcast. And I pray that this broadcast will definitely be a blessing to you today. All right, all right. We want to thank Sister Mark for being with us. And I look forward to doing more shows with uh, with her. And uh, we deal with a number of biblical topics uh, on the Bible Talk program. And today we're going to take a look into uh, biblical prophecy. That's right, a lot of things happening, as you know, all around the world. And uh, we're going to focus on biblical prophecy here. Uh, on Tuesday at 12 noon, we have a, um, uh, well, from 11 to 12, we have a prophecy class. 1230, yes. Yes, so, uh, so this is right in step with that. And our sister Moss will be asking um, eschatology questions, and uh, I'll be giving the best answer that I can, uh, hopefully, to shed some light on what is uh, what Bible prophecy is saying. So, sister Moss, what's your first question? Well, you know, I'll start off by just uh, before I ask my question, I just like to say we we know that we are definitely definitely living in the last days, that's for sure. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. We are in the last. Last, 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 last days, and so we have a lot that's going on. And uh, one of the uh, uh, focus, uh, one of the major focus, pastor, seems to be on the mark. Okay. Okay. Uh, and when I say the mark, uh, I'm, 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 I'm actually uh, uh, talking about the mark of the beast. Okay. Uh, there seems to be a lot of interest in this mark in these last days. And so the question I want to ask you is whether or not the mark hasn't been given yet. It seems to be those who are Christian and pastor who seem to think that the mark has been given uh, in various ways, and you may want to elaborate on that, uh, but has the mark been given to people during the times that we're in now? Well, well the answer to that question, Sister Moss, and it's a, it's a fascinating question, but an amazing question to me. Okay. Because
because the direct answer to it is definitely not. No. The mark of the beast has not been given today at all. Now, are you absolutely sure about this, Pastor? Because you know what? It seems to be enough people who feel, especially those who are in Christian, who feel that this has actually taken place. Yeah, I know, and it's, and it's alarming. It's alarming. Uh, we need to say that, the, the first, we have to define what the mark of the beast is. Absolutely. And we need to point out that the mark of the beast is not the shot of the beast. Okay. It's not a, it's not a, a vaccination that you get. Okay. It's got nothing to do with disease. It has nothing to do with the coronavirus. But there are people who, that's where they are. They're saying that that is the mark of the beast. And uh, what happens is the Bible gives us no such uh, description of it as that being the case. Okay. It amazes me uh, how many people uh, deal with it. If we look at what the Bible says, and this will come up again uh, because there's another place to answer this. But first of all, Second Thessalonians chapter 2 seems to be pretty clear. Okay. Second right? Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, verse uh, 1 to 12, we're reading here, where it says, uh, Paul's epistle, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, by our and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. That, of course, is the Antichrist. Okay. Uh, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, so that he is so that he is worshipped uh, uh, as God, and sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember, you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Okay? So the the mark of the beast is something that comes on when the Antichrist is on the scene. Is the Antichrist on the scene now? He's not on the scene yet. Then why are we talking about the mark of the beast? So why all the commotion about it, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm getting you. Yeah. What's all the commotion about it? Mm -hmm. uh, since when does, uh, you know, uh, some uh, virus that's here? And that, what, has, what does that have to do with the biblical mark of the beast? Notice, it says here in verse 5, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 5, Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now we know what withholds that he might be revealed in his time. Something is preventing, okay, uh, the outpouring of evil, okay, at this time. There's a restrainer, right? Uh, that restraining force does not just restrain the Antichrist. It restrains him. He's not on the scene yet. But also uh, this restraining force of God working through nations, uh -huh. okay? So uh, he's not revealed yet, okay? It says in verse 7, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, but he who now lets, which means to prevent, will prevent until he be taken out of the way, okay? So the Antichrist is not on the scene now. The Holy Spirit of God is holding it back until it's time for him to come on the scene. Then, verse 8, Then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Okay? Even him whose working is after the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, and them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Okay. So, in other words, we must understand, biblically, the mark of the beast comes when the beast comes. The Antichrist is the one, okay, who brings on the mark of the beast. Uh -huh. It's not here now. Uh -huh. And it's amazing that people would think so when, in fact, the Bible uh, uh, always associates the Antichrist uh, 
question, is the mark of the beast being given to people now? No. And there's other reasons why that's not the case either, but that will come out as we go along, as you ask some other questions. Okay, okay. So, so basically what, what, what people can do, especially those who are in the body of Christ, they can just relax, you know, and take it easy and stop being panicky because we don't, we don't have any reason to be fearful about this mark anyway, but we won't talk about that right now because perhaps you'll touch on that a little bit later. But basically what you're saying and what's being said, because what you just did is you just let the Bible speak for itself. Right. Uh, so basically what's being said in First uh, Second Thessalonians is that until the Antichrist comes on the scene, there's not going to be any mark given. Absolutely. Because he's the one that will issue the mark. Absolutely. Every time you read about the mark of the beast in the book of Revelation, you've got the Antichrist on the the scene. Mm -hmm. And even here, which uh, which Paul is prophesying, Mm -hmm. writing scripture, telling us what's going to happen in the future, he still associates the Antichrist is when all of this stuff breaks out. But you're right. As we go on, we'll see even more of that. But the the idea that it's got something to do with the uh, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And the idea, the uh, that, that's what I mean, mm-hmm. and that the vaccine is something that's a mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. nothing. Regardless of how you feel about vaccination or not, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is this, mm-hmm. that that is not the mark of the beast that's mentioned in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Something that is biblical must be backed by biblical exegesis. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. My next question, Pastor, is, is, is will the mark of the beast be hidden? Or visible? That's another, that's another question I have. Will, will it be something that would be hidden? Will it be something that can be kind of snuck up on a person? <laughs> uh, will it be something you, you know, you they decide they're going to put a chip, uh, embed a chip underneath your skin, um, and, um, you, you know, it's not just a chip. It, 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 in reality, it's going to be the number 666. Or will it be something visible? Okay. Well, that's the other thing, okay? Mm-hmm. That uh, that I contend strongly. Something known or visible. Invisible. Uh-huh. That uh, I contend that the Bible is pretty clear on this. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think it's going to be visible at all. It's called a mark for a reason. Okay, a mark is not something that is uh, you know like a computer or something in you or uh-huh. hooked up to you. Uh-huh. It's what you can visibly see. Okay, so you mean it's not going to be hidden? It's not going to be hidden, right? But it'd be visible. Yeah, and that's right. It's not going to be uh, hidden. And it will be visible. Yeah, you will be able to see it. Where do we get that from? Once again, what does the Bible say? Let the Bible speak. That's right. (laughs) You know, there used to be a uh, there used to be a a, a, a biblical show. You know, we stationed in California, Uh and uh, well, you know, it may have been California or it may have been. Uh, uh, Lubbock, Texas. It was either one or the other. Uh-huh. But there was a show called Let the Bible That's Speak. Right. And all we have to do is just let the Bible speak. And we watched it faithfully. And we sure show did. We sure did. And unfortunately here, what people are doing, and I get surprised at some of the ones who are, uh, that they know we've got to go by the Bible. Right, right. The Bible is what defines these things. That's not right. how we feel about it or what it looks like, uh, because definitely uh, the, the mark of the beast is not on the scene yet. And will it be... Uh, uh, Hidden or visible, which is the question. Right. Well, if we go to Revelation chapter 14, I think it makes it pretty clear. Here in verse 7, okay, Revelation 14 and 7, saying with the loud, I'll read verse 6 as well, I saw another angel, okay, in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Before I say anything else, this is an amazing, amazing passage. Mm-hmm. Because 
during the tribulation period, uh, uh, it will be uh, uh, so bad okay, during that particular time that, uh, of course, I believe in the pre-trib rapture. Right. But what happens is, pre-trib rapture, the church is gone, but there will be people who uh, will convert to Christ during the tribulation. Okay? But uh, it's going to be rough for them okay, to uh, uh, convert at that particular time. Mm-hmm. So what we're seeing here is that I saw another angel in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them. In other words, even though there will be Christians, they will be so oppressed by the Antichrist and the false prophet till most of them are going to be in, in, in hiding. Okay? They're, they're, they're running for their lives. Okay? Uh, uh, definitely, they can't help but give a testimony because some of them will be captured, but that's going into another deal. But it says here, And I saw another angel in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them. It got so bad, uh, the church is suppressed, or the saints at this time are suppressed, so angels have to preach the gospel. Uh-huh. The angels will literally be preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is something that normally the saints of God do, but they have to be in hiding. Then it says in verse 7, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of judgment has come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Now, we'll talk about this later, but this is talking about the false religious system mm-hmm. that will be uh, 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 coming about at that time. we we'll read more about it in Revelation chapter 17 and 18. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. So the mark will be on the forehead uh, or on the hand. Now, uh, if it's on the forehead, someone said, well, it's like a computer chip they put in your hand. Not mm-hmm. necessarily. Uh, remember when we went to Disneyland? Yeah. We got a mark right on our hand. We sure did. did. <laughs> I made me a little nervous, but, you know, I, I had to say, oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Wait, did it make you think of the mark? Maybe, maybe a little nervous. I said, no, nope, I'm biblical. I am biblical. This, this Step out of it. Step out of it. Is that <laughs> so, so here, right here, it tells you, right? This will be visible. The, the, the devil doesn't want it hidden. No. What is the Antichrist? No, what no, no absolutely. Claim it. Yes, right? yes. Uh, and so it will be a mark. It will be a visible mark. If any man worship the beast and his image and receive and receiveth his mark in their forehead or in his hands, now if you receive it, that's the problem. You That's take the mark. Which yeah. will, according to all we see here in the Bible, it will be visible the yeah. same way that the uh, the, Ger- the Germans in World War II, when they yeah. came against the Jews, yeah. they had marked them. Yeah, they branded them. And the yeah. they branded them uh-huh. with the physical mark. It says in verse 10, The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture, into the cup of his indignation, and, and shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. So all indications that we get from the Bible is that it will be visible. Mm-hmm. It won't be a hidden mark. Uh, it will be something that you will know where a person stands by just looking at it. Because it, it will be seen. It will be seen. Yes, yes, yes. All right, okay. that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas and Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. In recent weeks, the coronavirus has taken the world by storm. While millions are isolated at home, everyday life has taken on a new definition of normal. So I want to share two encouraging words to help you navigate through this crisis. The first word is prayer. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything, instead pray about everything. And the second word is precaution. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So pray as if your safety completely depends upon God, and take precautions as if your safety depends completely on you. Remember, this crisis is going to pass. And through it all, we can take comfort in knowing that God is still in control. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with israeltour.com 855-565-5519 or stand with israeltour.com A number to call record 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss for any questions that you have. Uh, just as Lucinda is bringing us right now, how you doing, Lucinda? I am good. How you? How are you, Sister Moss, doing? We're doing great. That's great. That's great. Okay. So here's my question. This is really interesting. Appreciate you guys talking about this. Um, is it a necessity for a person to believe in the rapture? I was talking with someone today. They said they don't believe in the rapture. However, they believe in, you know, Romans ten nine, 
you know, in how to receive Christ, so on and so forth. Is it a necessity to believe in the rapture? They don't believe in, in the, the, the pre-rapture, even post-rapture. <laughs> you said what now? They don't believe in any rapture, pre or post, just no rapture, period. Well, what happens is if the Bible talks about a snatching away of mm -hmm. us people uh, and they don't believe that, well, you know, that's kind of problematic because when okay. Jesus comes, he'll take us with him. And so, so uh, if she doesn't believe that, uh, uh, that's problematic. But in terms of pre-trib rapture, uh, no. The only thing that people have to do, that the orthodox position is this, is that Jesus Christ is coming back. Mm -hmm. okay? mm -hmm. uh, even with all that we study, uh, the, the dates, the times, he said uh, that no one knows the day or the hour. Even after he rose from the dead, which, in, which he did, he knew. The disciples asked him in Acts chapter 1, and he still didn't tell them, all right? So, uh, uh, so no, a person is not going to be condemned to hell uh, because they don't believe in the rapture. If you deny the second coming of Christ, that's where the big problem comes in. Okay? Revelation 19, Jesus comes back, the second coming, that's the key thing, okay? So people can debate over whether it's pre, mid, or post. Uh, but the second coming becomes the, the key focus. I am a pre-tribber. I don't condemn those who are, have a different view. As long as they uphold the fact that Jesus Christ is coming back and uh, don't uh, come uh, with some Jehovah Witness theology, like he came back invisibly in 1914 and all that kind of stuff, I'm fine. Okay. All right. All right. Good. good. Do I have time for one more question? Sure. Okay. So um, as I'm listening to you all, I'm thinking uh, – in terms of the Bible being symbolic or not, uh, for example, uh, in Revelation 20, it talks about the angel having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain. Is the Bible referring to an actual physical chain and a, and a physical key, or does that represent authority? So can you well, expound on that, how to? Yeah, it does represent authority, but that doesn't mean that uh, some things, uh, the, uh, that the power of angels still may be visible, okay? So, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, when we say it's symbolic, well, we know one thing, the angels aren't symbolic. They're real angels created uh, by God. So, therefore, uh, uh, we, we don't necessarily have to take the chain and the key to be things that are, uh, you know, not real. They could be real. Just look, and I'm saying it's going to be looking like a key or a chain you buy at the uh, uh, the store. <laughs> but it will, uh, uh, the power of God revealed, able to chain or bind the devil and the key, uh, which releases. Okay? So, okay. so that's that's the key thing to understand about it. And definitely, if it comes from heaven, and if it's something that is uh, supernaturally uh, uh, brought into being then it's not going to necessarily look like the shabby stuff we call keys and chains down here. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you so much. Good questions. We appreciate your call, as always. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. I'm going to go back to the uh, uh, phone lines. Darlene, how you doing? I'm blessed. How you doing, Pastor? How you doing, like, um, this, uh, Sister Maud? I'm fine, darling. So good to hear your voice. It's good to hear your voice, too, like. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Pastor, 
I have a question. I'm curious about something. Okay. Since we since you're talking about revelation, right. uh, about this mark of a man on your forehead and your wrist. How will United States play a part? Is the uh, Antichrist going to be controlled over the whole globe, United States, and everywhere? Yeah. You, 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 if we look at the biblical depiction, exactly what's so. He will be ruling the world at that time. And if the United States is here, uh, now, now, so because we, you know, we don't know whether, some are thinking that the United States might... Um, uh, might not even be around, might be destroyed. I, I, believe, I, 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 I believe that. I, I think uh, United, we're we heading for destruction right now with this yeah. President Biden, you know, with Russia and make God and Ukraine and uh, China, all their in prophecy because United States, you know, uh, God is very angry with her because they're letting everything go, homosexuality, right, gender. You know, the children can't go to the restrooms because men coming in the restrooms with little girls. We're looking much more filthiness. What you're saying is correct in terms of the moral uh, uh, degradation that we see in the United States, and it's even worse in Europe. Europe, you can't even yeah. watch the commercials. They're so sensual and this sort of thing. But we need to realize... These kinds of sins are going uh, uh, all over the world. United States, which used to be, uh, I would say, closer to God than we were before. In fact, we are one of the key supporters of Israel, which, of course, gives a blessing our way. But things could, uh, things could change uh, and turn around. Uh, so, uh, so definitely, uh, we're, headed, uh, we're headed for trouble. Yeah. We're headed for trouble. Yeah. We're we headed, we headed for big trouble. You, you see what's going on now in the news. And everything that's in the, been in the Bible has been prophesied, and it's coming to effect now. So we have to really say now, are we going to serve God in laws or man? Uh -huh. And right. be lost. He said, he, God said in his word, he said, if you gain the whole world, you're going to lose your soul? Oh, yeah. boy, it's terrible times. Yeah, we got to realize that uh, things that are going for us uh, as Americans, we have been given solid support. To, uh, to Israel, God's people, and we are a Christian nation. We still, but we just need to fight to keep it that way. We're dealing with uh, uh, a lot of things now: uh, uh, the whole uh, racism and uh, then uh, abortion, all this stuff. But there's, uh, but there's, there's hope for America. Uh, and so, uh, what we got to do is preach the gospel and just keep on trusting in Jesus Christ. Yes, What's going to happen? We don't know. And you know what I'm hoping for is a rapture. Get right. us out of here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I want to get out of here too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we, we just got to stay in prayer. We got to pray without season because it's going to be. You think it's worse now, and you think it was worse back in Noah's day. It's just ten times the tribulation. It's going to be a handful of people that's going to be saved, Pastor. And he's back. I'm telling you. It's going to be all right. You better accept Christ now while you can. Well, yeah. I have said over and over again, okay, I don't care what you hear about people saying, name it and claim it, speak it into existence. Um, you're going to be successful. Just trust in Christ. Things are going to get worse. Yeah. They are not going to get yeah. better. All we have to do is look at the biblical prophecy in the Bible. The book of Revelation will open your eyes. No, it's not going to get better. 
Uh, and so what we right. need to do is that we focus on the key things, which is the return of Jesus Christ and preaching the gospel. Well, listen, we thank you for calling. appreciate your call. Okay, I love you guys. I love y'all. Love, love you too. too. Yeah. Right. And, and, and getting back, God bless you. Have a good evening. Uh, kind of going back uh, and just piggybacking just a tad bit on um, the first caller, Lucinda, when she called in uh, about uh, having had a conversation with someone who does not believe in the rapture, either before or after the tribulation. But mm-hmm. the main thing is that, you know, that one has to believe that Jesus will return. They have Absolutely. to believe in the second coming. Absolutely. They must believe in the yes. second coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe that Christ is going to come back, then we we got a real problem. That, that's a key real thing. problem. That's right. a key thing. Whether you're pre-mid or post, that's right, not right. But, but I have found, Pastor, in conversating with, 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 with people, you know, um, that there have been some people who are just not familiar with the rapture. They said, well, I've never heard of the rapture. My church has never taught anything on the rapture. And I remember when I was a, a, a kid and a teen growing up in church, uh, being in Bible study, being in Sunday school, I never heard anything about the rapture, never heard anything about the rapture. And so, you know, there are some people who just don't know about the rapture. Well, well what happens, and I would say uh, the church as a whole, I'm definitely not condemning everyone because we have some real good, Bible teaching churches yes, we do. that are in, in Detroit and in other cities. But as a whole, the church as a whole has not focused on Bible. God didn't no, no. They no, really haven't. No. Uh, the church as a whole is more interested in the prosperity message. Yeah. Uh, so wrapped up in the problems of our time because they got to hear about riches. Mm-hmm. And you can have every, everything. All you got to do is name it and claim it. You're a little God. Mm-hmm. All the time you get what you say. Mm-hmm. And not realizing when you look at what happened to the early church, God answered prayers, but they suffered persecution. Uh-huh. I mean, all of them. Yeah. The apostles yeah. went through. Yeah. The early church yeah. went through. It was and so, yeah. uh, so that's why with much, you know, uh, tribulation, we created into the kingdom of God. That's yeah. about the great tribulation. I right. But, uh, but that becomes a key thing. The word of God needs to be taught and preached. All of and it. All of it. Yeah. And right now what we see happening in a lot of churches is just saying things that make people feel good. Yeah. Rather than uh, giving them the lowdown on what the Bible has to say. And it's okay to give comfort to, 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 to those of us in the body. It's okay to get comfort. From, but, you know, we also, have to, we also have to know that we will go through trials and we will go Absolutely. through some tribulations Absolutely. and things will not get better. Yeah. And so, you that's know, right. that's not very comforting in things. That's right. Better, but we know who we have our hope in. So that's what gives us our comfort. We know who we have our hope in. And we know that pretty soon it's going to be a done deal. The end of time, return. the end of time, Sister Marsh, that Jesus talked about. I don't care how you name it and claim it or what, it's coming. It's coming. War Can't is stop coming. It. Can't stop. Uh, and uh, we're going to have an explosion of occultism that happens in the world. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. Yeah. So that's what we need to do is stay in the Bible. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why strictly biblical Bible teaching ministries is here. We're not the only ministry that teaches the yeah, Bible. Others. That's but our right. focus that's is right. on the Word of God. That's what's needed uh, to happen today. That's right. All right, then. Well, thank you so much for breaking down that question number two about uh, the mark being visible. So. Uh, it's not going to be a hidden thing. It is going to be visible. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That is right. All right. All right. Am I... All right. Got a phone call? Uh, uh, Carter, you're on the air. Hello, Rick. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, how are you, Pastor Moss? Love your show. Thank you very much. You know, Daryl always says, the greatest nation in the history of the planet. But that's right. Yeah, but you know what? At the same time, at the same time, we're headed for Ezekiel's prophecy, 
as those who dwell securely in the coastlands, and they're not that secure. So that's that is coming. I agree with you wholeheartedly with end times and where America may have to suffer for uh, those end times. But what you're saying. The reason I called. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, but what you're saying is absolutely right. Uh, as you look, you see that uh, what Russia's up to, it almost sounds like what we're looking at in Ezekiel, chapter 36, 37, 38, Gog and Magog, uh, the allies of Russia, uh, the Islamic uh, terrorist nations. I mean, it's all, it, it's amazing. I mean, if you study biblical prophecy, uh, a lot of things are being ref- that we see reflected on the news are reflected in the Bible. That's right. But so I just wanted to make a comment after that uh, uh, brilliance that you showed with the comment you just made. You're right. Uh, what else is on your mind? Well, one of the things I was going to say is, you know, and I love what you said about teaching the word. That's all true. Uh-huh. Me the most today is not so much the condition of people's hearts, but they're, what's happened over the last 60 years is people, our society is just comfortable with sin. We eat with it, drink with it, sleep with it, embrace it. Good is now evil. Evil is now good. And, uh-huh. you know, when you, when, you, when you think about how comfortable everyone is with it, it's really the standards across this country, you know, the Lady Liberty, people coming miles days to travel to the shores to come to the greatest nation in the history of the planet as terrell says and they you know these politicians today have everyone convinced that this is the worst nation on earth yet people legally illegally cross our borders just to get here but with with end time prophecy i was just going to say one other thing please comment on what i just said i was going to say one more thing ask you something but please comment on that if you would well, I, I just have to say, I, I agree with you. It's unfortunate what we yeah. see, uh, where there's, yeah. a, I think, for political reasons, you've got people who violate our yeah. laws. Uh, just so, and, and really, I don't hear it said enough on the news, but I know why they're allowing people to come here illegally, mm-hmm. so they can get them to vote for them. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, so that's gonna, what politics does have. I was just going to say this, Pastor. Yeah. I was just going to say one last thing, if I could. So, you know, in the, in, it was understood early on that the ten kings spoken about in the book of Revelation, and then two would be killed, and there would be ten kings. They always thought that would be the United States of Europe at the time, and that the, these kings would be from Europe. But, you know, the, the most fascinating thing that's happened uh, over the last ten years is it might not be nations because people like Bill Gates and Bezos of Amazon and all these wealthy people, these elitists that really do rule the world, they have the money the nations don't even have. I never, growing up, I never thought one person would ever have the wealth that would Mm -hmm. eclipse that of a nation. And when you really think about, you really think about all these politicians and the power that comes with the money and the evil that comes with the power to desire money, those those kings that they talk about in the book of Revelation very well could be these tech titans that have all this money and all this influence, people like George Soros and Bill Gates. And it, I'm just – I'm totally amazed at how, how quickly these end times have accelerated over the last six years. Just have. Well, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And definitely uh, uh, the people with riches can uh, control a lot of things, but still they have to work through these nations. That is why in the Bible you see that the nations uh, there, in fact, Putin, okay, he's over Russia, he's rich, but still he uses his nations. 
and uh, also in the Middle East. They, they have wealthy people, yeah. but it's in nations. Uh, uh, definitely uh, those uh, evil folks with money will have a lot of influence on nations, but the focus will be uh, them. And I appreciate you for your comment. Yeah. All right. No, thank you. You take care. Enjoy the show. God bless you, sir. All right. God bless you. Call again. Number to call, area code 866-423-9888. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Del Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. I had a guy who used to come into the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball, was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Del, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Brought to you by Lifestyles Unlimited. In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, We want to go with you, for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Right here on Faith Talk Detroit, weekday mornings at 11.30. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-531-1550. 800-531-1550. That's 800-531-1550. Hello, Detroit. This is Pastor Myron Jekyll of Biblical Living Radio Broadcast. Join me as I dive into God's divine word and teach it to reflect your daily lives. That Biblical Living with me, Pastor Myron Jekyll, every Sunday morning from 8 to 8.30 right here on Faith Talk Detroit. And keep up with me on faithtalkdetroit.com. Biblical Living from 8 a.m. every Sunday morning on Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit, in Odyssey Station. Rejuvenate in Birmingham's favorite day spa, Spa Mariana. Guests can enjoy an array of mind, body, and spirit treatments, which include one-on-one meditation classes, foot soak rituals, healing beyond relaxation facials, and their most popular massage by far, the Spa Mariana Signature Massage. Spa Mariana utilizes botanical-based products derived from Mother Nature herself, guaranteeing your skin and body will be glowing and nurtured. You can find a beautiful event space perfect for bridal and bachelorette parties or corporate events. Their couple retreats encompass many of their most popular experiences, which is accompanied with complimentary chocolate and champagne in their luxurious couple suite. Offering $25 off your first treatment of $100 or more, they welcome you to prepare for an extraordinary experience. Visit their website at spamariana.com for more treatment details and reservation availability. Or you can call 248-792-2050.
number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Uh, we're going to our caller who's on the line. Ray from Clinton Township. Ray from Clinton Township. Oh, I doing, Ray? I I was, yes, sir. I, I do apologize, Pastor. I was under the impression I was calling Daryl Wood's show. <laughs> well, I'll forgive you this time. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much. And again, I apologize for interfering with your show. No, you can call it any time. You can call on this program, too. Well, Pastor, I, I'm not a. I will, since I, maybe it was the Heavenly Father's will that I call your show. So I will ask a question that I've been asking for many years, and I don't mean to be. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, insubordinate at all towards religion. I grew up in a very religious home. I wanted to know this. Uh, I'm getting ready to turn 43 years old very soon. And uh, I've been, my mother was extreme. She's still extremely religious, but she's getting up in age. And I used to always ask her this and uh, other ministers, if I absolutely, this was all unplanned, but I'm actually talking to a minister or pastor, if God loves everybody, and I do pray, like when I came down with COVID, I prayed and I got well. So I do pray. But if God, here go the but, so I don't want you to forget everything I just said. If God loves everybody, I'm still wondering as a truck driver, and as a man who's traveled over a few countries, how come wherever I go, the black man is on the bottom? Always. The darker you are, the closer to the bottom you are. It even broke my heart when I went to Jamaica not very long ago, and the dark Jamaicans are all down in the slums, and the lighter complected ones living up in the hills. Why does God permit this? Well, what happens is, one thing we know, is that because of free will, God doesn't force people to be righteous. He gives them the choice to be righteous. Uh, he's going to judge everyone, though. In other words, uh, there is no love without choice. God created beings that could either love him or not, follow his ways or not. Okay? So those who don't, don't follow his ways, then they can live without him. That's where the judgment comes in. May I please interrupt for a minute? <clears throat> That's not I've heard I've heard similar explanations. But again, being a mel I am a melanated man. As a matter of fact, I'm mixed race. So uh-huh. I'm I'm not I don't care for my father who happens to be a white man, but still he get what he could, I guess. So what I'm still getting to is that I know from my dealings with white people, they are extremely cruel. How can they still be on the top and the black man on the bottom? Well, I want to say this. If we look at the whole history of our world, one thing that's absolutely true that the Bible says, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, Every single nation on the planet that's been on the planet practiced slavery. Blacks, in fact, the reason why... Uh, 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 black slavery was so easy to do was because the different tribes in Africa were fighting. The Watusi were fighting, fighting the Pygmies. Whoever won, 
they sold the other blacks into slavery. Okay? So every group, some maybe more than less, but there's not a nation. In fact, I read an awesome book that showed it just in graphic details that all that all nations of the world have practiced slavery. Okay? So well, I'm, uh, not, first, I'm not talking about yeah. slavery. I'm talking about, about outright cruelty, murder, genocide. The, the okay. white race has been absolutely genocidal towards melanated people. No different How can than anybody else. Example? No, but I don't. I can give you a number of examples. No different than anybody else. Right now, as we look on the streets, okay, there's a lot of white crime, but there's a lot of black crime too. In other words, one thing's for sure. When I was in, when I worked in race relations. One thing that they, they taught us that turned out to be true. Racism is any act, attitude, or institutional structure that subordinates a person because of his race, color, national origin, or religion. In heaven, so you're, talking about, you're talking about the Europeans. That, not just Europeans, blacks too. I've read it all. Blacks too. In fact, we had John, uh, John Brown, okay, great guy, who back uh, when, uh, uh, during Civil War times, that he led an interracial army to free black slaves. We've had whites who fought on the side to try to end slavery and everything. So I'm one who recognizes that when the Bible says all have sinned, God doesn't care who did it the most. If you violated his laws, you're going to have to answer for them. Okay? And racism is not just the sin of white people. It's the sin of mankind. Okay? You will not find me the nation that has not practiced some kind of slavery and abuse. Uh, in fact, even today, we, we criticize organizations like uh, the uh, Ku Klux Klan, oh, they're horrible. What about the Nation of Islam, which teaches that the white man is the devil? Okay? So it, it, it's all over. And you'll see on Judgment Day how fair it is. And it will open your eyes that all have stand and fall in short of the glory of God. So when we pray, we need to pray for humanity. But I appreciate your comment. Thank you, sir. Thank you for answering my questions. Thank you for calling. That number to call, area code 8 You want to take a break? And we'll be right back. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. This is Lou Kamet. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. 
for a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit Church elders are expected to be disciplined. Tuesday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg explains why. Without stability, without self-control, the elder is an easy prey for the enemy. Hear more about the hallmarks of those who lead God's people when you join us Tuesday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg. Weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. Dr. Charles Stanley. Joshua 1.9. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. Hear the series, The Source of My Strength. This week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. This is Pastor Moss and Mr. Moss. Here on the Bible Talk program, I'm going to make a, a habit out of it. Oh, boy. Using, <laughs> using uh, Sister Moss to be here. That helps everybody uh, to listen, and especially the, the sisters. They appreciate having you. All right, then. We want to hear from the sisters. And where, where do people send their donations? Well, you know, of course, Pastor, I just need to let our listening audience know, and I'm sure they've heard me say this, they've heard you say this, that this radio broadcast is uh, supported by you. So, in other words, it's listener-supported, so we do need your support. It costs to be on the radio, and um, we're on Monday through uh, Friday for one hour, and that's about $2,000 per month. And so we do need you to support this radio broadcasting. And the way you can do that is you can uh, get a hold of a money order or a check and mail it to Bible Boot Camp, Bible Boot Camp Ministries, P.O. Box. 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, make those checks or money orders out to Bible Bootcamp and mail them to
Well, the next question, and it's still dealing with on the same line as, you know, talking about this, this this mark, okay? So once this mark becomes available, well, first of all, we know it won't be available until the Antichrist comes on right. the scene. Amen? Right. Okay. And so once he comes on the scene and, and he makes this mark available, there will be some who will take the mark, okay? But there also will be those who will not take the mark. Now, for those who will not take the mark, what will happen if they don't take the mark? Okay. Now, this is where, uh, and, and, and the question, because you're asking that to the Bible. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say about it? Right. And unless you get the data that the Bible gives, then everybody is all y'all in free, right? Right, right. Um, because the mark of the beast, okay, once the mark of the beast is here, okay, it's something that you have to take. It's a now, must. That's right, it's a must. Okay. And it's more serious than you just losing a job or something like that. You okay. know, your commercial uh, life is over. Okay. You don't take the mark of the beast. But there's more to it, and barely is that brought out by the people today who are thinking, oh, if you take this, uh, don't, if you take this vaccine, uh, you, you've got the mark of the beast. The Bible says nothing about that. But what it does say in Revelation chapter 20 is this, right? It says this in verse 4, okay, where it says, in fact, uh, I'll read into that. It's a little a few verses ahead of that. Okay. And uh, okay. Revelation 10, uh, 20, Revelation chapter 20, verse 1. Revelation 20 and 1, it says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him in the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Then, verse 4, and I saw thrones, Uh here we go, Uh and they set upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them, Okay, that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus Christ and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. What happens to you if you don't take the mark of the beast? You get beheaded. That's what happens. Wow. They cut the Antichrist will have your head removed from your body. Mm. Has that been happening to anybody? Taking uh, a shot for no 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 absolutely not so so in other words people will come up and and that's quite troubling if so many things are said not backed up about the with the Bible at all the penalty for it is death if you do not take the mark of the beast the penalty not just losing your job and this sort of thing like we see happening uh, with uh, with with the coronavirus but you will die the Antichrist will kill you so we need to realize that the mark of the beast is not on the scene yet. It's not. It's not. And what amazed me is how far it, uh, people have gone with uh, connecting this somehow with the coronavirus and all that. And that mm-hmm. shot, that's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be problems medically we need to work out, but let's not try to force something in the Bible that the Bible doesn't teach. Okay? Because if you do not take the mark of the beast, you will lose your head. Mm-hmm. But you'll still go to heaven. You'll still go to heaven. <laughs> Yeah, because, because, you know, like you say, you know, the vaccine, you know, you have some people who have taken the vaccine, okay, then you have some people who have not taken the vaccine. But those who have not taken the vaccine, it has not been required of them to submit themselves so their head could be cut off. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, this is, but, but, 
week, but you know that they can't be the mark. That's the difference when you get the Bible. Right. Okay? As right. long as people talk about outside the Bible, because mm-hmm. the people say it's the mark of the beast, the next thing is, oh, you still got your head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got your head? It's not the mark. It's not, you not the mark of the beast. the mark of the beast. Okay? You don't just lose your job. Okay. What happens is you lose your head. You lose your head. Yeah. Now, now you, you lose uh, your commercial transactions mm-hmm. are going to do. The mark of the beast, if you deny that, if you refuse to worship the Antichrist, I'll great penalty. Die. Lose your head. And often in discussions of this, you don't hear all that. Mm-hmm. But all you have to do is go through the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, well, and that time goes so fast, and it just runs by it. I can hear that uh, you, our good music playing right now in the background. That's to let us know. And we'll have to let this next question, uh, we have That's to let it right. lay to rest until the next time. Until the next time. Yeah. What we've got to say to everyone is God bless you. Keep reading Amen. your Bibles. Yes. Good to have Sister Moss with me. And we'll see you next, next time. God bless you. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries.